99 and feeling fine. Grimley's welcome in to another episode of All Over the Place. Here we go. This is our last big one before the 100th. It is, and I love that. I love where we are. Let's paint the picture. Yeah, special backdrop today. I'm terrified of the picture you're about to paint. I packed up the wagon this morning. You sure did. Filled the milk crate with the pot <laughs> equipment. <laughs> And uh, put the old eye pass. You did? You put your hat on backwards? On the front, uh, what do you call that? The the lash? Yeah. And just, I I journeyed out here, Jim, to be with you. To suburbia. You're you're in my humble abode. We're doing number 99. Is this our our second episode from my palatial estates? This is the second. And I thought it would be a great time to do it as we um, roll in to number 100. 99, though. I think of Dan Hampton. I think of J.J. Watt. Yeah, you do. I think of Jim Flanagan. You think of Jim Flanagan? Not myself, but former Bears good. I don't want to call him a former Chicago Bears great, but a former Notre Dame standout and Chicago Bears defensive lineman Jim Flanagan was 99. Was he really? He spelled it weird, though. He went one N in the middle. He spelled 99 wrong? No, he spelled that right. (laughs) He spelled it 99 Luft Balloons is how he spelled 99. Ooh, that's another 99 reference. Isn't that a good one? The Luft Balloons. Yeah, I got 99 problems and a red balloon ain't one. Hit me. Is that what it is? A red Balloon Luft? Exactly no. I do know that it is an anti-war song, which I did not expect at all. I thought it was just German pop. Do you, you ever see I mean? uh, Luft Dawn? No, I did not. I have seen Clifford the Big Luft Dog. <laughs> I remember that song being a big hit. I don't know what it meant. I'm not sure who sang it, but uh, Nina is the name of the band, and it's not one person. I looked that up. It is a band called Nina. Nana, maybe. It's N E N A. Really? Yeah. And where were they from? Uh, I believe they were German. And what is that song about? It is, uh, it's an anti-war song, Patrick. It's really about peace. And why was I singing it? I love war. You are a big war fan. What is it good for? Pat's like everything. (laughs) Absolutely everything. Say it again. Yeah, I didn't know what it was about, but it was catchy. And as a kid, you just, you like balloons. You sure do. And picturing 99 of them is- That's a lot of balloons. Is wonderful. It really is. That's I picture good... the, the drop all in the net. It just sounds like a bunch of kids hanging out. That's a fun birthday party. Is there anything uh, more anticlimactic than a balloon drop? No, no, because you don't see the end of it. You do. I mean, I've, you know, like we've done it symbolically, you know, uh, you lose somebody and, and you send balloons off into the sky and that's a beautiful send off. And like, you're sending a message to them, but for a normal everyday purpose, you're just like, all right, well, what happens with these? We, we don't really know. Just keep staring at the sun until they're out of the picture. It would be great to have a lot of times you'll see a balloon drop coming. Yeah. You think you see it coming. You sure do. And then it kind of escapes you and then catches you by surprise. Absolutely. (laughs) But you might see them hanging up there. Uh I think. I don't know. We only have a few days left of uh, preparation, but it would be wonderful to have a balloon drop. (laughs) Doing a balloon drop. At the live taping. People just walking around the city being like, all right, there's some loof balloons coming in. Get ready. We're under attack. Is that COVID friendly? I don't know. Are we able to do that? COVID friendly? No, but I do like being out here in the suburbs. Um, yeah, you're going to make a day of it? What are you going to do today? I am going to spend the day out here. I have already made plans to walk around a man-made lake. <laughs> We've got plenty. And, you're not uh, going to believe this. Stare at I love the lakes in the suburbs. They're they're green. Mm-hmm. They're filled with geese shit. Mm-hmm. You can't get near them without not even stepping close. in goose shit. That is correct. <laughs> if the geese even let you close enough to step in their shit. The geese run the burbs. They do. They're, sometimes they're in my parking spot, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just walk farther. Are you I, serious? Oh, yeah. You don't mess up. If they're in your spot. Like yeah. a whole gander? I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's just one goose, uh, but you don't know because if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. <laughs> Why don't you run them over? 
because not really run them over, but you got to clean like, them up. I don't a, have a shovel. I don't have a yard. Oh, I'm is that a condo. Is that res- the responsibility? Of I you? don't know for sure. I've never yeah. run into it, but I would think somewhere in the bylaws of being a suburbanite is that uh, if you kill a goose in your parking spot, you have to move it. There's not like a committee who does that. Special assessment. <laughs> you owe us ten dollars extra this month because we have to clean up. The, the goose you run over. That is a big thing around here. Oh, you didn't see the signs on the way in, did you? No. They still I, have the mandatory signs up in the hallway. Oh, Take a really? look on the way out. I will look. Get infuriated by the use of quotation marks around the word mandatory. It's great. I want to get triggered. Um, <laughs> I'll get very <laughs> mad. And then I will head to a suburban oasis out here. Oh, yeah? Which might be... Um, i trying to think what other... Some great suburban areas. Maybe I'll just park in a um, a vacant business park. That's not a bad idea at pretend, all, really. Pretend I'm a salesman. The former Lucent Technologies is in this area. Take a nap. Oh, God, yeah. In front of the empty building. All of it. You can see so much of my life while you're here. You can drive by the Target and see the docks. See where they put all those... Uh, all Are those, they still there? Yeah, they're all still there. Just really messing up my parking experience. After you see the docks, you can check out our, one of our many restaurants. Dude, I will hit up a Chili's. You should hit up a Chili's. I am never scared no, of a Chili's. No, get into that Chili's. We got a good one around here. There's different levels of Chili's. The one in Wheaton is uh, among my faves. Do you have a Chili's also? A Chili's too? <laughs> we do not. Like Those they are do it just airport? for airports. Those are really, that's like, I'm traveling to another worldly destination, but I want a little taste of suburbia right here. What is this, Teen Wolf? <laughs> I walk through the, the terminal and you see Chili's 2. Well, There's no other Chili's. That's a great reference. It's because it's not really a Chili's. It, they can't call it almost Chili's. That would be like two, a few things from a Chili's menu is too wordy for a sign. The Chili's Tambien. <laughs> and also a Chili's. I've never wanted a pre-wrapped... Like their menu there, it's like in a cooler. Yeah, it really is. And it's just wrapped. It really, I mean, there's like a, there's like five things off the regular Chili's menu that you can order, right? Like you yeah. can go in there and you might be able to get like some wings, maybe a, uh, you can definitely get a, a soda in one of those giant Chili's cups. I love those with the, uh, like the octagon sides. You know what I'm talking about? Oh the, yeah. It's circle, but it's right. got the, the flat planes on every, what would you call that? The, um, like call the shape size of it? Yeah. What well, you know what I'm talking about? It's it's got multiple shapes involved. It's massive. We can talk about that too. It's a it's a very seven eleven amount of liquid you get. It is massive, unlike the footprint of the <laughs> storefront. I don't know. Yeah. They they want chilies that bad. We're like, listen, we only have fifty square feet, <laughs> but dude, I was at your place this weekend and I love it. I think we could jam you in here. We've got room for three entrees because the cups are taking up most of our square footage. The um, the cups at Chili's are always dirty. Have you always. ever noticed that? Oh, yeah. They shouldn't be clear plastic. What? That's what Pizza Hut did right with those reddish clear. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Like the water you spots. You couldn't see the water spots. You hope they're water spots. Yeah. Exactly. You hope it's water that is spotted on there. Did you guys air dry these in the parking lot again? <laughs> Like just put them behind an airplane as they're taking off. There's pollen dust. <laughs> I can see where my lips were because uh, the dust isn't there. I just it's like when you're trying to bust someone with the drinking problem. <laughs> That's an old school move. I can't, I remember that as a kid. I was at a friend's house and they had like you know somebody living with them that they were trying to dry out. Oh really? And their liquor cabinet. Had, they put like 
flour in there. Come on. To see if it would be disturbed. Have you ever heard of this? No, but it makes sense. Yeah, that's what I would just do it with dust around here. I do that just to see if someone touched my baseball cards. <laughs> Why is the dust unsettled on my 1992 tops? <laughs> Come home and your aunt is passed out. <laughs> it smells of, like booze and <laughs> rolls like flour all over like a... Uh, <laughs> You've got an ant cutlet. <laughs> just bread it up. Just flour it up. <laughs> it's just sweaty and hot and with uh, flour all over. Yeah, like she's about to be uh, deep fried. We've got a beer-based ant cutlet going on. <laughs> Beer-battered ant cutlet. That reminds me, my mom was telling me about a shirt she saw this weekend. Born and breaded in Chicago. Ooh. There you go. Uh, Rico Benny's has merch. Is that what we're finding out? The steak sandwich? Love Rico Benny's. Drove by it this weekend. Went to Chinatown. It's a great Sammy. And picked up some uh, some food. What'd you get? I picked up some food in Chinatown. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we just got a bunch of stuff. Um, but I was I keep meaning to intro Rika Benny's to to the family. Man, those kids will never but be the same. I haven't done it yet. And maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't know how good it is for you. I don't I mean the breaded steak sandwich. So you bread a steak, you fry it, and then you put that in more bread. Right. It sounds great for you, really. What are you putting in your body? <laughs> you kids go to school and learn about the four food groups, and you're like, or or get in the car and let's go to Rico Benes and find the one food group that matters. What are you consuming? <laughs> I remember the first time I had it, didn't know what it was. My dad uh-huh. brought it home from like a White Sox game and I woke up the next day and uh, there was this sandwich, <laughs> unidentifiable. I didn't know what it was, dude. <laughs> had it morphed it all overnight? But was willing to attempt. I had a boy. And it was like, what is this? I was it like it. in the fridge? Was it like dad's leftovers or oh, yeah, was it, it was one he got for you? See, that's totally leftover. The first time I had a Rico Bene steak sandwich after a Sox game, I was, I got in line and was like, I'm taking one of these home. I need to, I need to introduce all of suburbia to it. Maybe Chili's could yeah. get the recipe. Maybe they could put it on the menu as a limited time option. I need another one. I don't know when I'll be back here. I need another one of these. I might die from this one. And I'd like that. The second one to be my last meal. They're so good. And, um, they're massive. And I would love to see someone hovering over that Rika Benny's breaded steak sandwich talking about, I'm not putting that vaccine in my body. Because <laughs> I, honest to God, dude, I got an email from someone associated with the kids' school, with the sports. And, you know, the archdiocese is like laying down the law yeah. on the vaccine and masks. You got to be concerned. Ah, I was in Hannibal, Missouri, where uh, all weekend, where they just look at you like an asshole for owning a mask. They are not having it. Oh, really? The town is not big on them. Really? Yeah, go figure. In the home of Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens, hot dog that. Mm, uh, Adams Roger. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That was pretty, pretty simple. So the, the pretty bustling, anticlimactic. The bustling home of Sam of Mark uh, Twain. Nothing about that place is bustling. I had a wonderful weekend in Hannibal, Missouri, uh, hosting the Comedy on the River Comedy Festival all weekend, four days, seven shows, seven headliners, like really, really fun. Oh, nice, man. But the city itself is Whoa, whoa, whoa. City? Okay. The town, the the theme the amusement park that is they don't Hannibal, even have Missouri. Chili's too. They don't. They don't have either or 
everything says Mark Twain on it, first of all. Uh, there's like Mark Twain Hotel, Mark Twain Tours, Mark Twain's Cave, Mark Twain Gas Station, where he used to fill up, you know, before he'd go on the river, Mark Twain uh, Sonic, Mark Twain's McDonald's. Like everything is listed with Mark Twain on it, whether or not he had anything to do with it. Mark Twain Tanning Salon. <laughs> it really is. Mark Twain Chipotle, which is better than the other Chipotle. They're not wrong. I, um, Never knew Mark Twain. You didn't know him uh, personally? Did, was he there? No, he was not. He was, But there's a lot of people who look like him who aren't impersonators. Did you have to wear a white suit? <laughs> it was just me and the colonel walking around. There were a lot of three-piece suits there. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of grifters. Remember Rusty from Milwaukee? No. Comic? He looked like, they called him, they called him Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rusty Martini. Yeah, Russ Martin. Yeah, Russ yeah, Martin. yeah. He had Absolutely. a Mark Twain thing going. He did. And he and wore a white suit a white to suit. accentuate it. Yeah, he's out in California now. Oh my! Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk white suits for a minute. Can we talk about the white suit? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Boss Hog. Boss Hog. There's one. We have a listener. We have a listener who who wears a white suit. We do. Uh, he's my uncle. His name is. Uh, oh Pat. yeah, Pat Flanagan yeah. wears a white suit to coach in. One game a year, they, he does a whiteout. He does. Uh, he wears an all white suit for. Uh, I believe it's the homecoming game every year. Or maybe it's the final game of the season. Oh, I've been to a couple, uh, and uh, it's great. And that pay attention. It's a solid look. I think it's the last home game of the season. Literally solid. It's really <laughs> very color blocked. Ah, doing something right. I don't know if he Clorox is that bad boy, but it is. It is brighter by the year. It's a beautiful look, um, but I, not an everyday look. Can we agree with that? No, 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 no. But it is. Um, it's catchy, right? And Mark, Mark was ahead of it. Absolutely. You think anyone just? That's so funny that people just call. Him, hey, what's up, Mark? <laughs> hey, there's Mark. But and then there's someone else is walking by. I go, isn't that Sam? Why are they calling him Mark? Is that MT? That was always Sam, right? It's the same guy. What's he running from? What did? What is Mark Twain running from? That he's not not Samuel Clemens anymore. Some people think that he was the first stand-up comic. I have heard that from a lot of people. It was a clean comedy festival, which is very weird, like in the honor of a guy whose books got banned. You know what I mean? It's a very weird, like, oh, noted clean. It, it's so strange that how we can manipulate, like Mark Twain didn't care about clean language. Right. You know, and to, to like to do this thing in his honor, it's like, nah, you're just, that's just weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And he probably would have wore a mask too. I would hope so. I would think. I mean, I, I know that know. mustache probably would have warded <laughs> off a lot of the virus. It did a lot. It really did. But he, I feel like he would be a team player. I think he would. Absolutely. I, I, that's kind of one of the things he was known for, right? Have you... Um, Patino, real quick. Rick Patino would wear a white suit, and I believe that's where my uncle got it. Oh, is that right? Rick Patino would on occasion wear a white suit. He would color it up. He'd go with a colored tie. Uh, not the all white with the black bolo, which is a, it that looks it, more ivory. That one there. Okay. If you're already going to the white suit, look, do you go all the way? Do you go black bolo and go real Colonel? Or do you at least color it up with a different tie? No, I go all white, all white, all white, white vest, had a boy, white tie. What's let's, the point of three pieces roll. if they're all the same color? Uh, just add layers, man. Okay. It's fair. Layer it up. That's fair. I want to talk about Hannibal because that's the site of Huckleberry Finn, right? Yes. Tom Sawyer. Yes. I can kind of remember those books. Yeah, kind of not. Sure. <laughs> Do they hold up? Are they um, worth visiting with the kids? I you remember know, watching like the movies. 
Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. And and let me just tell you how hard it was to avoid learning anything about Mark Twain over the past four days. Did you but go to like I the Huckleberry House? You didn't go like the, the white picket fence? I went up to the house. I didn't want, like everything is a tour. And if there's anything I don't like, it's listening to other people talk for an hour. I'm oh, not a tour guy. Right. No, this is a conversation. This is different, right? Do you remember tour guides back in the day? Because I yeah, went on many. I believe Do you remember the it. cadence of a tour guide? Yeah. Tell Why me would they always talk like that? It's... They would always talk like, this is where Mark Twain was born. And in this house, he would write the book. <laughs> now we're going to go upstairs. Here we are in the bedroom. This is where he brushed his mustache and thought about Becky and Huckleberry Finn. Does anyone have any questions? Okay, keep your hands to yourself. We're going to go downstairs and look at where he built the raft. Why did they talk like that? I don't know, Pat. Were they I, so I checked like out? They didn't, yeah, they didn't really have good public speaking courses, right? They didn't know what to do. They just kind of, and they weren't tour guides because they were the best orators in town, right? It was because they wanted to make 12 bucks an hour, I feel like. They wanted to make 12 bucks an hour talking like this about something they memorized. <laughs> I'm wearing a white suit and I didn't brush my hair to make it myself reminiscent of Samuel Clemens. You sound like this guy whose YouTube videos I watch. He'll be like, this is a bear hibernating. And it'll it'll be like a compilation of all the- like, And they'll show Justin Fields? <laughs> Come on. They'll show Matt Nagy? This is Matt Nagy not calling good plays. <laughs> it'll be like a compilation of like, you know, uh, uh, animals saving other animals and weird shit like that. But he just sets up every video in that exact same cadence. And it's the worst. These are polar bears. Natural enemy of the salmon. Watch out, salmon. <laughs> Do one of your bits in that voice. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I had a steak sandwich the other day. I've been talking about that on stage now, and it's been really, really fun. And and Brimley's have reached out and like that's a, that's funny. It's weird. I like it. Yeah, the steak sandwich thing is funny. It was very, very fun. So anyway, thanks to everyone. It is so out. funny the way you talk about <laughs> steak sandwiches. They're rare, but they're not that rare. <laughs> You're very good at this. You should be. You could tell you've been on a lot of tours. Too many. Too many. I'll, I'll talk about a tour right now because one began last night, and that is Luke's seventh birthday tour. What, what, what? You know, there are no birthdays anymore. There's, there's birthday months. There's weeks. There's weeks. take up a lot of time, and uh, it began last night with, you know, we got to do Sarah's family, uh-huh. then we'll do my side, sure. then we'll do just us. Uh-huh. Then we'll... And does he have like a friend party? Oh, Jim, of course he does. Just one friend party? Um, He has a couple more. Than <laughs> one. Just, really? I mean, he has more than one friend. Yeah, yeah, but like, saying? I'm sorry. No, like, like one you party. Mike, he's a loser? His, no, no, Pat. Luke. Does he have, he's not here, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the drop you wanted. That's not the drop I wanted. I know it's not the drop you wanted. You call my son a loser? Oh. <laughs> I did not, though. Sorry, no, Polly Walnuts. Uh, I'm going to tell him when he comes from school. Jim said you have one friend. That's not, I meant, does he have one? And I'll play him the clip. Does he have one party for his friends or does he have like different friend groups that he has parties for? He's having one party. Like a cousin's um, party and then like a school friend's party. And I don't know if you and heard him it, and Polly Walnuts go to dinner. He has one for the suburban friends. <laughs> they go to Chili's too. <laughs> Hang out in an airport. They're going to go to Pepe's. <laughs> is Pepe's national? Pepe's is national, I believe. Um, I do remember when uh, Kanye West visited Naperville over uh, like maybe two years ago. Do you remember that whole thing where it was like, is Kanye buying a house in Naperville? No. Um, it was a big, well, of course you wouldn't. It was a big deal around here. And uh, he went to the Pepe's in Naperville. 
Really? He uh, he went to the Pepe's in Naperville, and uh, yeah, he, apparently it's one of his favorite spots. So while he was in town, he went to the, the Pepe's and got the uh, least authentic Mexican food you could ask for, I think. It's really... I remember I was in like sixth or seventh grade. We were walking by Pepe's on Western, uh-huh. and, uh, around 119th there. Okay. And uh, dared my buddy to go in there, and he had to say... <laughs> He had to be like, you know, go in there and just start singing. I know better. You know better. Peppies. <laughs> because you, and as he's saying, because you know better, we pantsed him. <laughs> and that was a typical day growing up, roaming the neighborhood with my crew. <laughs> That's how awful we were. In the Pepe's, you're already hazing him, and you're like, "Let's I pick it up a notch." Pants that top notch. What? Paying for paying the bill, and you and still I was eat like there. a freshman in high school. That's hilarious. The um, yeah, at some point you just cannot wear draw, drawstring shorts. No, why were we doing that? You gotta you Guys, gotta belt up for that reason alone. Boys are brutal to Man, each other. I'm wearing draw, drawstrings right now. Should I? I feel unsafe in your was presence. that a phase for you did you and your buddies no, ever do I that mean, like once in a blue moon but it wasn't like it yeah, wasn't a didn't. thing we did often in public we didn't do it all the time but it, it was uh that is a peppy's memory anyway back That's to luke's hilarious. birthday back to luke's birthday <laughs> who was Here's- the body i don't want to go back there yet why are we we're burying the lead <laughs> Do you still, are you still friends with the person that you did this to? Yes. He stood up in my wedding. <laughs> did you, I wish he got even there. He pants me during I the, I wish uh, he got even there. During I the vows. so happy. <laughs> it's like, you should have worn suspenders. You know the rules, McGann. Just walks away, lights a cigarette and leaves. That's when I started dressing in layers. <laughs> when people started pantsing me. You start singing on his way out. There's <laughs> always shorts on underneath. <laughs> No, I wanted to tell you, though, that the birthday party, I don't know if you've heard of this, is you rent a um, truck. It's a game truck, gaming truck. I've seen these. So then they pull up in front of the house, and it's like a mobile arcade. I've seen these. And then the kids go in there, and the guy drives away, and they're <laughs> playing on. games. And then- Wait, they leave? When they stop playing the games, they the kids go out of the truck, and then they don't know where they are. And uh, <laughs> This can't be real. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> They stay right in front of the house. They stay right there. It would be great though, right? What a thing to teach kids though. Hey, just get into a truck with video games. That's like, we are, we have come so far from the eighties when we constantly were just worried about being abducted. Right. And now it's just like, no, just get into that guy's truck. He's got video games. Yeah. Bring all your friends. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so strange to me. That's cool as hell though, that you get to play video games. Oh, it's such a, um, like a thing, right? For now. I mean, of course, it's like, no, bring it to us. We're not going. <laughs> We're entitled to the party. Bring it. Bring like, that. Pull that truck up right here. It's like Uber plays. There's Uber, Uber Eats, and Uber plays. So they just bring you video games now. Yeah, I'm not even sure how, like, I don't know. It, it sounds like it's, uh, like, what's the ventilation in there? Not Is it great. clean? It's a truck. <laughs> Is it carpeted? It's, I don't know. You it's got to be disgusting. Oh, we, What's well, going on in this When truck? is it? Give when, me the keys. When is the party? Let's take this to a Delta Sonic. This party is, uh, it will be this week. Okay, so on, you haven't been in the truck yet for, with good reason. It's not yeah. like they already had the party and you're like, I never really went back there. That would be, okay. Yeah, his party is, uh, will be on the actual birthday. His birthday is the 29th. He oh, is yeah. a, um, would you call that a late birthday or an early birthday? I, I think it depends. It's around that cutoff. Don't you love that? Because now we're going to these games. Kids are playing sports. 
And it's like, how the hell old is that kid? Man, I can't imagine. And then everyone's like, oh, he has a late birthday. He has a, <laughs> oh, really? In this crowd, it's an early birthday. Yeah. He was born way before these yeah, kids. Yeah, like three years before everybody else. Dominating. Oh, wouldn't that have been great? If you were like a sixth year senior and you'd just be like, well, I just had a late birthday. Right. People, I just, I was born before. This is strategy for some people. I be, re, oh, you know that, right? To like make their kids the better athlete. Like they taller, time it out. Bigger. Yeah. Especially in um, Canada, I know that for hockey, they have a some kind of under 17 or under 16 yeah, yeah. league or whatever. So they try and like time out. This is how boring life is in Canada. They schedule their <laughs> sex. They're like, hey, how do you know we got a bang? <laughs> we got a bang tonight if we're on a kid to play hockey. <laughs> you know they schedule their sex. Well, are you privy to the schedule? No, but I was um, reading a story about, about this. It was the example of like a um, Malcolm Gladwell, like ten thousand hours of mm -hmm. and to become like Banging. an expert in any yeah. of this, you are. You have a distinct advantage if you're born, like he had like this graph about yeah. like, if you're born within these months of whatever it is. Really? Yeah. Crazy. So it's like, it's like a Kentucky Derby winning horse. They're like, all right, we gotta, we gotta knock out this baby during this time frame. Right. It's like studying at that point, basically. Interesting. And we don't do that here in no, America. No, we just, we like to smash. We just get drunk and bang. <laughs> By the uh, way, I'm only saying that as I'm, I think I'm inspired by this smash pad I'm in right now. I think you might be. If, if the Flanagan Dojo, oh, folks. Right. Calm down. If there is a city, a town that is uh, eerily reminiscent of that get drunk and smash, it is Hannibal, Missouri. It is. It, you did. There's not a lot of family planning around those parts. It felt like, you know what I mean? It was very, it was a, it was a nice town. I enjoyed my time there. I did. This was something that happened while I was there. I found uh, someone started telling me, cause they're like, we're not all Mark Twain. Like the unsinkable Molly Brown was born here. And I was like, wow, two things to avoid. You know what I mean? <laughs> now that's another person not to know who that is. You know, she was on the Titanic. She was on the Titanic. Is she uh, Kathy Bates in the Titanic? I believe she may be. I believe she is. So that she has a museum as well. Remember when she, um, when Jack's nope. in bed <laughs> nope. and she puts the piece of wood between his feet and then hammers <laughs> his, his foot says, uh, uh, stop, stop trying to make, trying to make, uh, <laughs> stop trying to draw me like your French girls. <laughs> stop trying to make inroads with this rich girl. I'll break your ankles. I'm the unsinkable. Is that the right movie? Unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they had Jim's journey and I was like, who's Jim? Oh, okay. That's Jim. That's why. I, okay. Got it. It took me a second to figure that one out. Um, but then, uh, the locals were telling me some of the real stories, like some of the hauntings and like some of the, like there were some kids who, who <laughs> went, uh, playing in Mark Twain's cave like 70 years ago. And, and th what happened to them is still, unfortunately a mystery. Wait a minute. I forgot he had a cave. It was his cave? They call it Mark Twain's cave, but they also call it Mark Twain's car wash. You know what I mean? So you don't right. really know what belonged to him. But that's part of the- um, Sure, stuff the I avoided. Too, right? Yeah. The Tom Sawyer, Huck, Huck Finn, he was in, uh, they were, went in a cave at some point, Absolutely, right? absolutely. So, you know, they had all those things. Um, but then like, there was also um, a, a woman who went missing maybe 2010-ish. And uh, Discovery Plus just put out a show on it. So while I was in the town, I started watching the show about a missing person in town, which 
next level. You want to talk about the next level of like true crime stuff. Like you're meeting, you know, you're seeing people and like you're going past the places that are like listed in this, you know? Really? It was kind of, yeah, it made it much more interesting. And they have never found her? They have not. Well, I'm not finished with the show, but I don't believe so. And and then, and it's very weird because like the family. So, and I'm assuming we probably have some listeners who watch some Discovery Plus, right? Our, sure. Our homie Sebastian's got a, a show. Well done. There. Yeah. When you're done with that, uh, check out Relentless uh, and learn about the peeps of Hannibal, Missouri. And the locals do not like it because they are not painted in a good light. And of, of course, like the, the f- well, you've painted them in a great light here today on the episode. They I've don't done wear- better than the show. Okay, I'll make that very clear. They don't wear masks or believe in the vaccine, and uh-huh. they uh, they think that's a positive light. That's they're like, yeah, you're darn right, darn tootin', darn tootin', yeah. So this girl that's missing, how old was she when she went missing? 20s. Oh, wow. Mid-20s. And then, uh, but like the family, like no one can tell if the family's telling the truth or not about what they know. So yeah, it's really, really interesting because like they want to hide it. You know, they don't want people to know what may have really been going on with her. It's fascinating. So I'm watching it and I'm talking to people there about it. And they're like, yeah, but I went to high school with him. No one can believe what he says. Oh boy. It's just a, such a weird dynamic to like experience that in real time. You know what I mean? It, it like around the people, like walking past this bowling alley that they're like, don't, don't go in that bowl. Bad stuff happens in that bowling alley. Oh, as a, well, wow. That's unfortunate because a lot of the best moments of my life happened in bowling alleys. <laughs> I mean, mine legitimately did. All That's right? where I, I know grew as a person, a joke, but mine legitimately did. <laughs> oh yeah. You were on the team. Yeah. As a young man in the suburbs. So much of your life happens in a bowling alley. I worked in a bowling alley. The Hannibal, Missouri vibe, though, is it right? It's right on the Mississippi. Right on the mighty Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right across the river from Quincy, Illinois. Um, everything is like, uh, they really like the past. There's not a whole lot of thought of the future of Hannibal, is what I noticed. And that's like the whole town feels like a flea market when you get into the downtown area. You know, everything is an antique store. Um, and like, I, I mentioned before my when i was a kid my grandparents we used to do flea markets all the time like that was their thing you know the entire downtown felt like my grandparents basement it was such a weird oh yeah like and there's antique stores that just buy and sell rocks you think that it was like a regular furniture store and it was just dormant for so long that they just like it's these are antiques reopened it this mm-hmm. is, we got a rebrand. We got, a, we got this 1871 couch in here. Let's pretend we're, we're selling it like that on purpose. We got a rebrand. We got a retro, this Barker lounger. Tell everyone that Twain sat in this. <laughs> Tell everyone that Huckleberry Finn ate at this table. Did you meet any Huckleberries? I did not meet any Huckleberries. Uh, no Kilmers. No, uh, was it Val Kilmer who said that in that movie? Yeah, I yeah. love um, it. Is Huckleberry a real berry? I don't know. I feel like I've seen like Huckleberry pie or yeah, yeah, for Huckleberry. Sure. I've definitely I don't seen know Huckleberry that I pie. Like it. I, I don't know. I want to like it. I don't know what it would taste like. Even I wouldn't know what a Huckleberry would look like. If you saw a Huckleberry in the wild, would you eat it? I would. I would like to try it. I want to okay. like it. Huckleberry jam. All right. Is there, is there a such thing? Yeah, it sounds good. What What was Huckleberry's Finn's real first name? I don't know, but Huckleberry Jam was a band that played there on Wednesdays. Huckleberry Jam was a band there? No. That'd be awesome, though. And Wednesdays today, remember, we got our Huckleberry Jam. And then at 10 o'clock, we go to the roller rink for the all skate. Huckleberry Finn. No, it sounds like that was his real name. It's based on Tom Blankenship, the real-life son of a sawmill laborer and sometime drunkard named Woodson Blankenship. 
who lived in a ramshackle house near the Mississippi River behind the house where the author grew up in Hannibal, Missouri. Hannibal, Missouri. That's the one. At that time, it must have been a bustling town full of white suit stores <laughs> and enjoyable. I mean, it, it was probably a great river town. Absolutely. Right? And it's still a great river town. I mean, it, it, but it's very. And how did you get there? Raft? Tourist. Did you, did you drive to the Quad Cities and <laughs> raft over? Climb aboard a log? I wish I had. No, I, I took a car. I took a car. It was easier that way. Um, and, uh, I'm happy I did because I was able to skedaddle the moment my show was done on the last day. Well, that's nice that you were out there. I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy the city. I know I'm probably not painting. It's just an interesting town. That's that, that feels like it's in a different time, but it's something that you should experience. Absolutely. We should all experience a bit of Americana and avoiding that much history, Pat, not an easy move. Really wasting away four days out there without even reading a sign? That's pretty impressive. Well, I like that you went down there and did zero research <laughs> because uh, otherwise you might have had some content for the uh, 99th episode. Could not agree more. And you're welcome. 99 episodes on the... <laughs> can we sing a song about it? Uh, we can. I don't know if we'd like it. Um, I was off this weekend. I spent a lot of time with the family. I spent eight hours last week watching that Ali documentary. Did you really? Ken Burns. Um, we watched a movie the other night that I actually kind of enjoyed. It's like a, uh, Josephine, I read this book. So she was like, I want to pick a movie. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, it's like a quest movie, kind of like a Wizard of Oz. I like those. Wizard of Oz meets Harry Potter meets, I don't know. I'm not that I've even seen Harry Potter, but it's mm -hmm. like some fantastical stuff. It's called, um, what was it? The Lightning Thief. Percy Jackson. I've heard of this. And the Lightning Thief. Dude, I had not heard of it. Okay. I've heard of Percy Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a series of books and I believe a series of movies. Yes. Like it there's is more, a series. Like there's a bunch of them out there. So there's a bunch of movies too? Dude, I don't know how, where I've been, but this is like anything that's happened 2010 mm. to 2020. Absolutely. Kind of checked out. Done. Missed that decade. Passed it. Not for us. Because this movie has some legit, like the cast is Uma well, Thurman. Sure very, very solid. Ned Stark. No, uh, recognize the guy that was in Rome that I really liked. Um, and, you know, it's not a great movie, but decent for family. Does the know? job. PG. Yeah, they're just, I'm not, that stuff's not even on my radar. Like, I don't even watch stuff. That's how out of it I am. Like, most of the stuff I watch, the commercials are like, hey, do you need a reverse mortgage? Like, that's how I know that I'm not current with the times, you know? Well, Rosario Dawson is in it and uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, if you yeah, want to yeah. see Pierce Brosnan as a centaur. And I do. This is the movie for you. <laughs> I don't know if really? you've ever pictured uh, Remington Steele as half horse. When I watched the Thomas Crown Affair, I was like, yeah, yeah. But what would he do with hooves? <laughs> it would behoove me to see him on four legs. Do you say hooves or hooves? Ho or hooves? I say hooves. <laughs> Dude, I he, say hooves, let the dogs out. He's a, uh, in human form, he's mm -hmm. like the kid's teacher in a wheelchair. Okay. And then he makes it, he's a demigod and he makes it to the whatever world he really lives in. And here comes Pierce. That's crazy. In, in a horse, as a horse. <laughs> he's like, I want to go from zero legs to four. And we just had to roll with it. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. That, that, well, I'm glad you, so it wasn't a great movie, but you enjoyed it a bit. I mean, tell me your thoughts on this movie. Like, are you, is this an official Brimley recommendation? I would not put my name on this. As a, but if you have a family and you're looking mm. to kill a night and sit around and watch a movie and the kids will be engaged. I mean, I just judge it by that. Uh -huh. All three of the kids 
sat there. That's great. Engaged, awake, watch the entire movie. There should be like a Rotten Tomatoes for that, shouldn't there? Just like... Oh, yeah. And, and the effects are good enough that if you time your gummy correctly, <laughs> seeing Pierce as a horse, seeing Uma Thurman as Medusa, I mean, it's pretty good. And they have some like misdirection too. So like it's... um. There's Med- a bit here. Medusa's in this garden. It's like Auntie M's. It's called Auntie M's Garden. Okay. So you're like, oh, is this a nod to Wizard of Oz? This feels like uh-huh. Wizard of Oz anyway, this movie. Sure. They're on this quest. They're meeting people along the way. Yeah. They're growing. They're gathering information and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 of course. Well, Auntie M is Medusa. I love it. All right. Okay. And that's Uma. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And it's good. It's, and you know, it's scary. And Luke, like, he's like, oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. And, you know, it's like the right amount of, yeah. but it's not that scary. Not that scary. And He'll they, be okay the next morning. They pull at the, you know, they take the air out of the, Okay. The loof balloon. Oh, they do. <laughs> they lower the tension. Okay. So, and the cast is uh, legit. Joe Pantaleona. Oh, wow. Is in it. Joe, Joey Pants? Joey Pants. The next I didn't know day. Who's in it? Who's Joey Pantaleona? Luke's, Luke's flipping through. It's Ralph from uh, Sopranos. Oh, okay. He's in everything. This yeah, guy, yeah, he's he great. Is. And he oh, was, um, the next day, Goonies is on rerun. Joe's Pantaleona. Unbelievable. And Goonies. Yeah, really. And I'm telling Luke, hey, that's the guy who was the, the scumbag in the movie last yeah. night. They're all connected. That's, There's only 10 actors. A There's not many people. <laughs> I think we should do your dad's movie reviews. I think there's something in there. Just about, just like, it keeps the kids busy for 90 minutes. Take your gummy 45 minutes ahead of time to really enjoy the action scenes. Right. <laughs> Catherine Keener. Oh, another yeah. Another one that she's in this movie. A lot of people in, uh, Maybe you don't know her by I name. I didn't know her you until forty-year-old virgin, right? Like she really came on then. Was oh, yeah. she was she famous before that? And I was just missing it. Was she in Capote? I don't know. Was that. she um, what's her face in Capote? Uh, more authors? No thanks. The one who wrote um, To Kill a Mockingbird, Harper Lee. Harper Lee, possibly. I think she's Harper Lee. Really in, in Capote? Okay. Don't know though. Um, all right. What else? We got to give the brim some uh, updates on one hundo. We do, and um, I know we tiptoed a little bit around the vaccine uh, topic earlier. I don't know why this has been politicized. I really don't. Don't come at me. I got a <laughs> note from someone on Instagram. Why are you booking a show at the United Center? First of all, do you think I'm booked <laughs> at the United Center? What planet? Like you're calling them. You're already on the wrong going, planet. Mm, you know, I need to find another 20,000 seat yeah. venue. The United Center is not cutting it. You mm. need to pick another a venue that doesn't discriminate <laughs> because they are, you have to have come on proof of vaccine yeah. to go into the United Good. Center. So now she's coming at me. What are you doing booking at the United Center? Why don't you do a show? Where? When are they going to do it? <laughs> You come out to what, uh, what other 20,000 seat arena a restaurant on the south side? I'll be in the parking lot. <laughs> Sorry about the United Center mix up. Mm-hmm. I did pull out and I'm not doing it anymore. First, I'm opening right for Sebastian. Right. right? Does she think you're going to go, oh, you know what? She's right. On I'm not going to do the United Center because Instagram follower gets mad about the vaccine policy. The Bulls play there, the Blackhawks. Harry Styles was there this weekend. The circus. I want to know that when the circus comes through, do they make sure those elephants are vaccinated? There's no more elephants allowed. It's bearded circus. lady. Is that bearded lady <laughs> Pfizer it up? Are there still bearded women? I don't know. Do they 
Do they call him something different now? I had an aunt that was uh, could have stepped in for that. <laughs> did you ever have a? Did you have a, a an aunt with facial hair? Of course. Go in for the kiss. <laughs> hey. Oh, I mean, this. It was like a not not like a, a not recent, like a yeah, great, like aunt, a great, right? great, yeah, right. Like in the other side of the family, if you're listening, not the side of the family you're on, the oh, other side. The one I'm talking about is dead. She's so far gone. removed. She died exactly. before the Mach three. Exactly. Before the uh, before the Venus. <laughs> before the Schick Quattro yes, was out. Was just a, a buck. You got twenty two blades. No one wanted to use those. It was harder, I think, to much uh, harder to maintain. Absolutely to face scape. Absolutely. Absolutely. Face scaping was not a simple move. Can you imagine now, like, um, if, like, and God bless her, Sal was her name. Um, I don't know why her name was Sal. Well, if they had named her after an Italian man, maybe the, <laughs> maybe the mustache may not have been so firm. Her name was Sarah. And they're like, this, that's too feminine, I think. She's got a lot of brothers. She's got that Mark Twain on her upper lip. She's, she's got, got a, a lot of brothers. She's got all brothers. She's... <laughs> She likes to get knocked around playing softball. <laughs> She's going to go by Sal. <laughs> so here she was, Sal, mm-hmm. and uh, she had a goatee. Nature she versus had, nurture. She had a- um, Could have been the way she was raised. But nowadays, you know, Sarah, she's like, I'm going to go get Botox, mm-hmm. some collagen, mm-hmm. some microblading, um, some skin abrade, like whatever, like sure. uh, microneedling, oh, all yeah, these yeah. things. Top of mind for- uh-huh. 2021 woman mm-hmm. sale in the early eighties, just let the goatee out of control. <laughs> really? And it was, it was chin. It was a goat. That's interesting. It was chin and mustache. That's. And I remember having dinner with my uncle. Okay. So this is like the scene mid eighties <laughs> parents are there. We're in a big booth. I can just picture it. Everyone now looking back, everyone's drinking loose. And my uncle said, out of nowhere, he's like, oh, I remember going to Aunt Sal's, going for the kiss. You're like, oh, a mustache, a beard. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, eight or nine years old. Now I've already had this thought. Right. Like, why does she have right. a mustache and a beard? Right? I'm having that thought as a kid. Now I hear my uncle say it. And oh I'm like God. dying laughing. And my mom and dad dying laughing. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. So now fast forward a couple of days, maybe sober, maybe on the way to church Sunday morning. I bring up Uncle Ed's observation on the mustache. Uh-huh. And my parents act like it never happened. <laughs> he never said that. <gasps> what? Of course he did. Oh my gosh. That was classic. Right now, your mom's going, I never did that. We all that laughed about happened. it. <laughs> the other uh, great story out of this was she had someone that lived with her. Uh, Aunt Sal was like a sister in law or. You know, back when families sure. were coming up. Trying to help them dry out. They all lived together. Sure. Flowering up her bar. My mom still talks about going to that wake because she's like, uh, I remember her coming home from that. And again, I'm nine or 10 years old. Uh-huh. And my mom's just like, I couldn't believe they were. she was in short sleeves. I've never seen someone buried in short sleeves. <laughs> oh, my God. These are the things. That, she's going to get chilly down there. Things that we notice. She's going to be chilly, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's going <laughs> She will be chilly also. And scene. <laughs> All right. So beautiful. Anyway, we were on the 100th episode. You got it. Instructions. We got to give you guys a little bit of a heads up on what we have in mind. We do. 
like you to get there early. So We're going to open the this. doors. Uh, quarter to four, you should come out. Quarter to four, get in there. This is this is so exciting. I can't stress enough. This is going to be absolutely a blast. We're very excited for you to join us. Um, what do we got? We bar will be open. Bar will be open. Come on in, get some drinks. Zanies does have a vaccine mandate what? requirement or whatever you call it. What? You do. Just yeah. like you have to yeah. have for school. Yeah. Um, that's how we got rid of smallpox. That is how we got rid of smallpox. It's I true. I don't know who needs to hear it. I don't know. Who either. are we talking to? I don't know. But that's that's the case. And I feel like it said it when you bought the tickets, right? I think there are friends that Danny did, did a really nice job with that. And it did say you have to be vaccinated to be there. So this shouldn't be a surprise to any of the brims out there. Okay, good. But it's important to let them know. Just a reminder. Just a reminder. Those are the realities. Yeah. How do we, I, I, do you have to bring your card? Um, will a, look like, will my, my chart work? That's a great question. Jim. Yeah. Okay. If you have questions, call Zanies. Uh, certainly. Uh, there is a mask policy for uh, attendees, right? When you're at your table, uh, I don't believe you have to have your mask on, but you know, when you're walking around moving about Zanies, you will have to have a mask on. Other than that, I mean, what other things we want them to know? Hey, bring some questions. If you, we're going to do some Brimley Q and A. We want this to be very interactive. There's going to be some games. There's going to be some question and answers. So if you have any questions for Pat or myself, bring them. We want to hear them. We want to do our best to answer them. We want to talk to you. This is all about you guys. So we're really looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think the Q and A will be a big part of the uh, afternoon. It will be a lot of fun. It will uh, lead us all over the place. Jeff. That's where we like to be, Patrick. And that is where we like to go. So definitely bring some questions. Uh, bring some hot dogs if you want. Bring We're going to have dogs. some. We're going to have some quiz uh, stuff. We got our guest, Toronzo Cannon. It's going to be a great time. We will see you guys on Sunday. October 3rd. October 3rd. 4 p.m. Get there before 4 p.m. Get there p.m. before though. 4 p.m. Get there at 3.15, 3.30. Doors get, will be open. Get in the room. Get in there. Take in the environment. The There's history. no better environment. Look at the headshots on the wall. Then Zany's Comedy Club. We cannot wait to be there with all of you. Thank you so much for joining us again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave us a review if you would like. We love that. It helps us a ton. Um, and yeah, next one, number 100. We will be in person. Anything you want to plug other than that, Jim? Saturday, I will be at the Park West doing a set for uh, the Laugh Your Face Off nice. uh, fundraiser. Park West. Yeah, with Pat Tomasulo and uh, very funny Calvin Evans, Chastity Washington. Really fun show. There's a live stream available raising money for a great cause. I love anytime I hear the Park West, I have to bring up what was filmed at the Park West. The Super Bowl Shuffle. The Super Bowl Shuffle. That's the one thing I've learned Isn't in 99 that fun? episodes. That's to really be on fun. that stage? Yeah. And you're going to be like, this is where? This, this is where they shuffled. This is where we did it. This is where the, he said they call me sweetness and I like to dance. Well, they added that later. He recorded that, I think, in a studio. Son of a bitch. Really? Him. If you look back at it, you'll be embarrassed that you once thought he was there. <laughs> Him and Jim McMahon. Come on. Him and McMahon were not there. Come on. Peyton and McMahon. Unbelievable. They didn't want, they were like, that's too arrogant. That's too cocky. My whole life's a lie. We're not doing it. Then they saw it and they're like, oh, we got to get we in. We got to get in on this. So now go back and watch and just okay. watch Walter's like floating in front of all of them. <laughs> I can't the wait. CGI. I love it. It's so great. Well, that's cool. Have fun there. Uh, at the Park West. I'm going to be out. I'm going to come in from Connecticut. I'm with Sebastian. This is like the one weekend in our break. Oh, yeah. Mohegan Sun. We have two shows, one Friday, one Saturday. On the way there, I'm going to be in Alabama. Um, Sebastian's shooting his movie there. What? I'm going down there. Oh. 
Maybe a little cameo. What? Let's talk about this on the 100th. Can we, we can get to talk the, about it on Sunday? Get the scoop. Oh, awesome. that experience is uh, going to be. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All right, buddy. Love you. Bye, everyone. See you.